Hey, hey, welcome to another version of the Pastor Duke podcast coming to you from Rock Hill, South Carolina. We're back in America. We're loving it. Tough thing about living here, though, you got to get used to all the nice people. <laughs> That's a big undertaking for someone who's lived in New York for 45 years. But thank God for all the people in New York who got saved, going to spend eternity together with him. And so it was an honor. It was a joy. It was a privilege to serve the Lord there. But he has us here now. And I'm no longer speaking to 750 people at Temple Baptist Church or uh, uh, 20,000 people on the road each year through podcasting. Thank you. Thank you, those of you who listen. I'm speaking to like uh, five to 7,000 people every week. And it's a huge honor for me. It's a huge joy. You motivate me to work hard. And so here we go today. Question I'm often asked out on the road. I love to hear this question. They ask me, how close might we be to the coming of the Lord? Of course, the first thing that comes to mind is what Jesus said. No man knows the day or the hour. I'm asked, what must happen before Christ's return? The answer is very clear biblically. Nothing has to happen first. Absolutely nothing. When I interview preachers uh, on my podcast, I always close with this question. How soon think ye till Jesus comes? And here's how I answer my own question soon and very soon. And here's why. Number one, the biggest sign of all Israel came home after their nearly 2,000 years diaspora, driven from their land in 70 AD, returned to their land May 14, 1948, just a few years before I was born. It literally happened against all political and military odds. 120 million Arab Muslims guaranteed it would not happen. But Zechariah chapter 12, verse 3 guaranteed a Jewish victory. And the Bible is never wrong. You could go to my podcast called The Greatest Sign of All to learn uh, of the uh, parade of miracles that event was. Number one, Israel is reborn. Number two, Jerusalem was retaken in accordance with Jesus's promise in Luke 21, 24. It was retaken June 10th, 1967. Uh, again, against all political and military odds as 200 million Muslims from seven nations squared off to drive Israel uh, and the Jews into the Mediterranean Sea. But old Zechariah was right again. The Jewish enemies were again, as Zechariah said, cut into pieces. Matthew 24, 34, Jesus said, Truly I say to you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. I believe we are the terminal generation. There is much evangelical debate over which event triggers the final countdown, the 1948 return, uh, the national rebirth, or the 67 retaking of the city of Jerusalem in the miracle six-day war. The text in Luke 21 seems the Jerusalem event may be the trigger, and uh, we'll find out one day when we get on the other side. 
further debate is what exactly constitutes a generation. You can find in Psalms uh, about three score and ten years, uh, which would be a 70-year generation. And if by reason of strength... uh, four score years, or 80 years. That's a passage we pull up on that topic. Other passages have uh, used 100 years as a generational time frame. Like Jesus said in that sermon, no one knows the day or the hour. But he did say, when you begin to see all these things come to pass, know ye that your redemption draws near. Again, you could go to my podcast called Convergence and get the bigger picture on that prophecy as it all comes together. Number three reason I think he's coming really soon, technology. Until the past few years, the necessary infrastructure was not in place to allow for an antichrist tyrannical government to surveil and control a global populace. China has been their poster child as they've implemented and tweaked their tyrannical technocracy. For nearly 2,000 years, church scholars have looked at Revelation 13 with its cashless society, the mark of the beast governing all commerce, and the image of the beast speaking and scratched their heads in wonder. How could this literally happen? Now we know. AI has answered it all. Artificial intelligence is here. To say the words digital uh, currency would have been a complete mystery when I was a child, only uh, 175 years, no, only uh, 50 years ago, maybe 60 now, creeping up on that. The thought of a universal digital password was incomprehensible until very recently. The vast computer data storage needed, the high-speed 5G systems now in place. Facial recognition, iris recognition has made fingerprints obsolete. There is a clear convenience in all of these uh, new technological breakthroughs. But as Daniel said in his prophecy, chapter 12, verse 4, in the time of the end, knowledge will increase. I'd like to say knowledge will exponentially increase. Just think about the explosion of knowledge in the past 100 years, especially in the past 50 years. The scriptures talked about that global digital economic plan. (laughs) Uh, We've known about it for over 2,000 years. It would be the very tool Satan uses to enslave and rule the world. And the technology is here. Trial runs of shutting down accounts have already been done uh, to non-compliant farmers in the Netherlands. This is not just a Chinese situation. The non-compliant truckers in Canada, their accounts were shut down. And the non-compliant COVID anti-vaxxers in Australia, they were cut shut down. It's not just China with the tyrannical governments. It's spreading worldwide. The absolute control over the populace that we see in Revelation 13 is not 
far off. We wonder how could that happen? What would make give such power to a leader? But now we know it's technology. It's in place. And number four. Number one, Israel's home. Number two, Jerusalem's retaken. Number three, technology. Number four, the bold prediction by the non-elected global leaders. Listen to what they say. Listen to Klaus Schwab, head of the World Economic Forum. Listen to his science guy, Yuval Noah Harari. Listen to Bill Gates. Read the United Nations Agenda 2030 right off the UN webpage, which I've done. I also have a podcast on that, Agenda 2030. Go to that to go deeper. Listen to the World Health Organization proposals. Next May 2024, 180 nations are lined up at present. Pushback is coming from many uh, nations, but it's lined up for 180 nations uh, to yield their medical sovereignty to the bureaucrats at the World Health Organization to mandate any vaccines to fight any future pandemics. Let that sink in. Gates and Fauci have promised a new pandemic will hit in 2025. Have you gone back and listened to what they were saying in 2019 about a coming pandemic in the Trump days uh, of his administration? They were right on that. Makes you wonder if it's a pandemic or perhaps a plandemic. Uh, I think you can tell which way I'm leaning. They call it the catastrophic contagion. They say these viruses will greatly affect children and have much higher death rates than COVID-19. I hope they're not right. It makes me nervous, though, because they were right the last time. Read Klaus Schwab's most recent book called The Great Reset, subtitled The Fourth Industrial Revolution. Their demonic global plans are all spelled out. They're hiding nothing. Plans are for world population to be reduced from the present 8 billion to a sustainable 500 million. So we can begin a new Uh, with sustainable growth, a whole new world order. Sustainable growth sounds so neat, but isn't that just pure demonic language to cover up what it really means, the death of 7.5 billion people? Then take what they're saying and cross-reference it with their stated objectives And their means to accomplish them. Cross-reference that with what God wrote in Revelation 6 through 19, which I've read 174 times. 2,000 years ago, what do we see? The hand of reality fitting into the glove of biblical prophecy. Donald Trump and the patriot movement, along with the governing... uh, along with a growing resistance in nationalist movements across the, the globe, will not stop Satan's agenda. It may slow it down for a bit, and if it does, that's fine with me. I'd like to be part of the resistance. I want to expose what the devil is doing 
but I don't believe we're going to save the planet by political activism. I want to just take all of my knowledge and point people to Jesus. But I count myself as part of the resistance, as John the Baptist was, as Jesus was the ultimate uh, nonconformist. Oh, I love Jesus. In my view, the enemy is well too entrenched to be uprooted now. And if they get stalled, I win. If, if not, it will be King Jesus who wipes out the satanic, demonic, empowered, globalist cabal. And I win uh, even better if the Lord comes first. And so my victory, your victory, is in Jesus and not in movements. Um, I see Christ rapturing the church in Revelation 4.1 and Antichrist riding into power in chapter 6 on his deceptive white horse of peace. What would cause the world to so need peace? War. What do we hear every time we turn on the news? War, pending threats uh, with China versus Taiwan. What's going on in Ukraine? Will that ever end? I think it's the United States and NATO that's forcing Ukrainian fighting to continue. Uh, will this escalate into World War Three? I think not. I don't see World War Three until after the rapture of the church. I... It's my opinion. I've studied hard and uh, be glad to debate that. But uh, there is just great fear of escalating war, which just kind of sets the stage for the Antichrist to ride in on his deceptive white horse of peace, soon to be followed by his red horse of war, then his black horse of famine, and pale horse of death, where Satan will actually do what the United Nations 2030 Agenda lays out. Have you studied out the Georgia Guidestones? Satan knows what he is doing, and he has boldly proclaimed it through his servants for many years now. But here's good news. He cannot complete his task until he gets allowance from God. Remember, Satan could only go so far when he was working over Job, but God had a purpose for all of it for Job, and it was for God's glory and Job's uh, ultimate uh, blessing, although it was a, a very difficult season. Same thing's happening now. God is sovereign. He's on the throne. Satan can only go as far as God, the sovereign one, the omnipotent one, will allow him to go. God warned us long ago of impending apocalypse, and it's all almost here is just about ready to be unfolded. When people tune out uh, and mock the holy word of God and reject the blessed son of God, our Savior, Jesus Christ, they seal their own doom and destiny. 2 Thessalonians 2.7 clearly gives the sequence, if not the time, but the clear sequence of how these last times events will unfold in reference to when does the tribulation begin? When can the Antichrist be revealed? This says in chapter 2, verse 7, For the mystery of iniquity already works. Only he, I believe that's the Holy Spirit, only he now letteth will let until he, the Holy Spirit, be taken out of the way. He, being the Holy Spirit, who lives in true believers. 
when is he taken out? When is the Holy Spirit removed from this planet as he is present with us today? Uh, when does he get out of the Antichrist way? When does he stop restraining the Antichrist effort? At the rapture of the church, verse 8, next verse says, and then shall the wicked, the Antichrist, be revealed. He can't come until we go. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It's the Holy Spirit restraining him now. Um, it's not a political movement, not Donald Trump or my podcasts that hold back Satan's Antichrist. God is on the throne. God determines that moment, not Satan. But Satan has his people. He has his technology all in place. He has the nations aligned. Go to my podcast called Northy, Southy, Easty, Westy to go deeper on that. Uh, the United Nations the World Health Organization, the elitist at the top of the money flow have told us the plan, and it is the plan Revelation tells us about. Daniel, Isaiah, Zechariah, Ezekiel, Jeremiah told us all about these things long ago. Study the prophets. History is no mystery. Jesus said, Behold, I tell you before it happens. Why? So that when you see it happen, you'll know what is happening. Soros, Schwab, Gates, Harari, Bloomberg, the royal family of England, the royal family of uh, Saudi Arabia, the Western banks will soon be having their day in the sun, but in winning, they will be losing to the king of kings and lord of lords. Number five reason why I think Jesus is coming really soon, censorship. We thought uh, censorship would never come to America. But here it is in great power today. Satan's team of globalists own the mainstream media. Their propaganda is spewed out 24-7 across the globe and maybe even worse. The real news they fail to share. They keep people in the dark. They're blinded by Satan, and they're leading the blind. How many times did Jesus say, be not deceived? The greatest deception comes from the greatest deceiver, who is the devil himself, the father of all lies. America sat uh, for nearly 250 years under the protection of the First Amendment. But today... No longer so. Whoever dreamed of fact checkers, community standards, hate speech, new pronoun standards are in place by law in Michigan. Do a little research on that. Censorship has created no-go zones on uh, nearly all social media sites and most podcast hosts. Thank God for Podbean, which I'm on. You can't even mention opposing government views on COVID-19, on vaccinations, on adverse re, uh, reactions to vaccines, on Biden crime family, on Hunter Biden's laptop, about the bio labs in Ukraine that were hidden from the American populace, but Putin knew about them. You can't talk about who Zelensky really is. How did he come to power? The corruption that is Zelensky, arresting political dissidents in his country, self-appointment to continue control, shutting down Ukrainian elections, and they call him a good guy? 
you don't dare ask for any accountability for the $100 billion we gave him. Don't you dare ask for fair elections or question voting machines or mail-in ballots. Don't you dare view any of the 16,000 hours of videos filmed on January 6th. Tucker bad guy who exposed much of that stuff. Don't ask why Pelosi... Uh, refused to use any of the 7,000 National Guard troops Trump provided uh, for her to secure the Capitol on January 6th? Why was Ray Epp not arrested for his filmed inciting of the riots that day? Oh, perhaps he was in an insider posing as a Trump guy. Perhaps he was hired by the FBI. Don't ask about Joe Biden's mental health condition, nor Mitch McConnell's, nor Dianne Feinstein's, nor uh, Fetterman from Pennsylvania. Shame on American politics. Don't even ask who really is making the decisions which are running our country. Is it really Biden? Uh, who might be in the basement? So Jesus warned, be not deceived. He knew what was coming. People go, go along with the mainstream agenda, mostly because they have no clue what the mainstream agenda really is, and, nor their plans to make it all happen. When people like me, or Tucker, and I don't put myself on the same level as these guys, but I've got a little circle of influence, but guys like Tucker, Rush Limbaugh, Candace Owen, Charlie Kirk, General Michael Flynn, Jack Hibbs, Clay Clark, David Jeremiah, John Hagee, they give the real agenda boldly. We are slammed as racist, homophobes, xenophobes, white supremacists, hate mongers, and fear mongers. We are banned, and so many have been legally bullied by bogus litigation. Ask General Michael Flynn about litigation, or Roger Stone, or John Corsi, or James O'Keefe of Project Veritas, or ask Alex Jones, ask any member of the Trump family. Censorship has moved on now to its most extreme unfolding with the unending indictments against opposers. One indictment after another against Donald Trump, who understands who these people are, and he's tr doing his best, giving the rest of his life, risking his life to oppose it. I'm not saying he's a perfect candidate. I'm just saying he knows what's going on, and he's fighting it. And uh, I pray for him to be successful. They are arresting uh, those that uh, disagree with them. They've locked up uh, many dozen people from the January 6th uh, they call insurrection. Uh, you see, arresting your political opposition is a basic tenet of totalitarianism. Always has been and always will be. Truth must be suppressed. Truth Tellers must be silenced, and it has begun. If God chooses to stop it, he can, and if he does, that's good. But if Jesus comes back and rescues us, that's even better. And I know he will. Nobody knows exactly when. But I think it's going to be soon, and these are the reasons why I think it's going to be soon. No matter what, we win in Christ. We win, we win, we win. Number six. So far, no evil heads have rolled. We hear of the continuous investigations. If you follow close, you know the deep-rooted corruption that is the United Nations, that is the World Health Organization, 
the, the corruption that is uh, the United States government, uh, what is really happening in the FBI, the Department of Justice, etc. We see these politicians coming to Washington, D.C., who are basically poor, but 10 years later, they're filthy rich. How can that be? No heads have rolled. Eric Holder scandal uncovered. He walks. Lois Lerner scandal. IRS exposed. She walks. Obama's pallet loads of money to Iran. It's quote exposed. He walks. He's hailed as a great leader. They'll all cash in their lucrative pensions at the U.S. taxpayers' expense. The Anthony Weiner laptop hidden by the FBI, the Hunter Biden laptop, hidden by the FBI, the Epstein black book and video surveillance, hidden. Hillary's 30,000 emails, they're gone. No consequences. Do you see the trend? A two-tiered system of justice. Promote the deep state agenda, you get rich. Uh, You go free. There's no consequences. Oppose the agenda, they'll take you down. I could do a dozen podcasts on how... The guilty seem to be going free while the guilty are being persecuted. The innocent are being persecuted. As our Lord Jesus promised, it would be at the time of his return. Evil will be called good and good will be called evil. He is coming soon. And number seven, my last major point for this podcast And this is the one that most angers the heart of a holy God. Lying and greed and lust for power have always been in government, but the most egregious thing to God is child trafficking and pedophilia, which is worldwide. Jesus said it would be better for a millstone to have been hung around your neck and be cast into the sea than to hurt one of his little ones. That's New Testament. And I see in the Old Testament, when Israel was delivered from Egyptian bondage and had passed through the Red Sea, they were tested in the wilderness. Their faith flew out the window. They said in anger to Moses, these words. You and your God, you just brought us out in the wilderness to kill us and our children. Whoa, they wished they'd never said that. God's holy anger was stirred and he was highly offended. You said what? You said I brought your children out here to kill them? You call me a child killer? God pronounced none of you in the adult generation are going into the promised land. And not one of your kids will miss out. None of them will be lost. How dare you falsely accuse God as a child killer? They crossed the line. If you read through the book of Exodus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy closely, you'll see that God brought that accusation up and put it right back in their face many, many times. And this is the same God watching all the child trafficking, and it's $150 billion profit each year. Much of it in very high political, media, and financial places. I have an inside source 
on the Anthony Weiner laptop and have seen myself, my very eyes, have seen the pictures of very familiar political leaders whose names you know well in satanic worship services cutting out the hearts of sacrificed human children, drinking their blood, eating their adrenal glands for the adrenal chrome high, like is the ultimate high, we're told, uh, cutting off the physical face of the child and wearing it as a mask. They have crossed the line. Personal message me or email me at pastorduke.com. Uh, excuse me, that's my webpage. You can get me there or pastorduke at gmail.com for my email, uh, and I will send you the names of these evil people, and you won't be shocked at who they are. That, my friends, in my view, is the ultimate blasphemy, and God will not wait much longer to bring justice and judgment upon these evil people. They have crossed the line. God's holiness requires action. Thank God for the exposure of this global horror by the recent must-see movie, A Call for freedom, which sh shines the spotlight on this uh, tragedy. Have you noted how the mainstream media ignores it? How they downplay it? How guilty they are of cover-up and compliant with those people? They're all in bed together. The, the power of demonic sexual perversion is our world today. The occult debauchery and uh, sadistic things that are happening all around us, the time has come for that to end. I would commend and recommend to you the journalist uh, journalistic work done by Liz Crokin, C-R-O-C-K-I-N, Liz Crokin on child trafficking. And, of course, she has been continuously attacked by the media and uh, faced hundreds of death threats, but uh, she's fearless. She's fought on. Kudos to Liz Crokin. God bless you. Yet, so far, no heads have rolled. My solace is this. All guilty heads will roll when God says it's time. Oh, that makes me happy to execute judgment upon all the ungodly and all their ungodly speeches and all their ungodly deeds, it says in the book of Jude. It will be all revealed in God's time. I also have solace in all the violated children who've been sacrificed will be in heaven worshiping with us in Revelation 4 and 5 before the throne as we sing, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Earth's greatest atrocities will be heaven's greatest treasures. Thank you, Lord. Well, this got very real to me last week at church camp in Ohio where I found two children were in camp who had been recently rescued from sexual traffickers. Their own father, drug addict, sold them into the system for drug money. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. Propriety and discretion forbids me to say too much, but I can only imagine what those young children have seen. They were sweet children, not rebellious at all, yet some of their behavior showed their craving for attention and desire for affection, especially um, uh, from men. Those wonderful camp counselors uh, and staff, along with myself, were overwhelmed, felt we were in a little bit over our heads. 
by the enormity of what God trusted us with last week at camp. He allowed us to represent his kingdom here on earth to represent his dear son. The kids were safe there. They were getting unconditional love. And you know what? It throws my heart. This camp is free. My kids were at camp for $500 a week and nothing. I don't mean to speak down to camps that pay. They have to pay their bills. I understand. But this is a true church camp. All campers go for free. They built the camp with church money, fed the kids through the sacrifices of people and farmers who just brought in food, and the church paid for the rest. Uh, They supplied the games, the workers, the counselors, uh, the sacrifice of God's people in Portsmouth, Ohio. God bless you, Pastor Kenny. Man, I love you and all the saints at Shawnee Hills Baptist Church. Man, it was a real deal. We lived out uh, what I preached, that good and evil are running on parallel tracks and often arriving at the same time. I believe God has had enough of the demonic sexual perversion. He's had enough of the LGBTQXYZ madness. He's had enough of gender dysphoria. He's had enough of the drag queen parades uh, and pride month in America. He's had enough of the child trafficking network. God's holiness screams to the world, repent, prepare to meet thy God. So in summary, I believe Jesus is coming soon. Number one, Israel is home, the biggest sign of all. Jerusalem is retaken June 10th, 1967. Technology is in place. The nations are aligned. Number four, the devil's team has proclaimed their plans. Number five, censorship lays the foundation for deception. Number six, heads, no heads have rolled on the evil side yet. Number seven, pedophilia and human trafficking. God has had enough. Just like Jesus said, Sodom will return, and with it comes the apocalypse. They're bad. Uh, They're uh, reaping what they've sown. Their damnation is near. But for those of us who know and love our Lord Jesus, our deliverance is drawing near from this evil present world. Our redemption is our reunion with those gone before, we get new bodies. Somebody say amen. We'll be uh, uh, reunited. Our loved ones will be healthy. We'll be in his kingdom in heaven for a while till we come back and set up his kingdom on earth. And best of all, oh my goodness, let it sink in. Best of all, we meet Jesus. I get to bow at his feet physically as I have a million times uh, on earth, but I'll get to do it in heaven. If there's any crowns, it will be my highest honor to cast any crown I have to his worthy feet. And I long to hear him say, as I know you do too, well done, thou good and faithful servant. So hopefully this has been a blessing to you. Thanks for tuning me in today. I'd ask you, if you don't mind, to hit the like button, share button, Uh, subscribe as you do Uh, the algorithm numbers are um, in the face of the controllers and they promote me on uh, other hosts and uh, this message will go out to more people thanks a lot for tuning in love you see you next time bye bye for now